Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, ownership, and especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey guys, learn from the experts. This is free land education. My name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant with United Country Real Estate Sutton Properties, along with my co-host this morning, Teresa Martin, who is out selling real estate. This has been such a hot market. I haven't seen Teresa much recently, but uh, she's uh, our top agent. Well, I think I am, but anyway, we tell her that she is. Buying or selling homes, land or farms in western Piedmont, North Carolina, or Southern Virginia, just give us a shout. Hey, we'll help you out. Our office is at 102 East Main Street next to BB&T Bank in downtown Palo Mountain, North Carolina. Our company website's www.allsuttonproperties, A-L-L-S-U-T-T-O-N, properties.com. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. Our site is www.rliland.com. Now, I'm going to tell you something, guys. If you are buying or selling, you want to go to that website anywhere in the country because we are the trained land guys, land and farms in the United States. And then we're over about 1,700 members and uh, about a little over 500 are accredited land consultants like myself. So we will save you money if you're buying, and we will make you more money if you're selling. So just don't forget that. Check us out. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub is the place to be. Our guest this morning is Bob Barr. Welcome, Bob. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Where are you calling from? Uh, McAllister, Oklahoma. Where is McAllister, Oklahoma? McAllister, Oklahoma is in the very southeast corner of Oklahoma and dead center in the middle of cattle country. Wow. I've got a lot of moves around there, huh? Oh, yeah. And hunting. And hunting, Here. big time there. You know, you're a fellow. You're one of the fellow ALCs. When did you get your ALC, Bob? Oh boy, <laughs> I think in uh, 2009 or 2010. Yeah, yeah I got mine in uh, 06, I believe. So um, yeah, yeah, great stuff, isn't it? Oh yeah, my my wife and I spent 15 months flying all over the country to yep. take the courses. Yeah, that's the way you do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The first meeting we went to was in San Antonio, and it was the first time we walked into a room of 50 people, and you knew automatically you're talking to the best. Isn't it amazing? We're really a family, aren't we? It's so different than other, the real, different, uh, you know, the commercial real estate or the property managed realtors or the residential realtors, the land folks. It's just a total different group, isn't it? At least I've observed. Oh, absolutely. Well, there's so many nuances to to land that the residential people and the commercial people don't deal with on a daily basis. I mean, I'm you're the 164th hour show uh, uh, that I've been talking about land, and I'm still scratching the surface. It's just it's amazing yeah. uh, how many permutations there are. Let me let me give a little background, Bob, because it's quite impressive. Uh, Bob, along with his partner Sandy, who has a <clears throat> has a business degree, management degree. And one of the leading realtors in the state of Oklahoma, they've developed a real estate brokerage firm that specializes in medium and large tracts of ranches and hunting properties. They're one of the leading farm and ranch and recreational land Oklahoma brokers. They're licensed in two states and have over half a billion dollars. That's that five zero 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 plus in Oklahoma and uh, land listings and sales transactions. 
your national website, and we've mentioned this several times, so if you uh, have a device and want to go to the website, we encourage you to do so and follow along with us, which is worldclassranches.com, worldclassranches.com, which competes uh, with the large national uh, sales data uh, basis, which includes but not limited lands of Oklahoma, Land Watch, Farm and Ranch, Land Flip, Land Hub, Land Brokers, MLS, et cetera, which uh, uh, is, uh, gives your property a whole lot more exposure from different sources, and we do the same. WCR is tracking over 150 search phases looking at Oklahoma farm, ranch, and recreational land for sale, and they rank on the first page of Google, Yahoo, and Bing 91% of the time. Land Agent Network is what I wanted to get us into today, Bob, if it's okay with you. Uh, you started something, and, and quite frankly, I'll, I'll announce that you've invited me on your board of advisors, and uh, I'm so honored, Bob. I really am. Thank you very much. I'm real excited because we have a lot in common in education is uh, uh, the few of us that do uh, focus on it. But uh, you have a Bachelor's of Science in Honors in Biology and Chemistry, University of Nebraska, uh, at the uh, uh, Kearney campus. Uh, and your license, this is what I wanted to tell, license and certify or certifications, you're an aviation pilot, you're a scuba diver, you're mar martial arts, what, what, what color are you, black belt, blue belt, what are you? Second degree black belt. Wow, I'm not going to mess with you. Of course, real <laughs> estate, and you have a securities <laughs> license, uh, insurance license, and of course, speaker, trainer, instructor. So this is what I'd like us to discuss, because I want to learn about it, since I'm hopefully going to be part of your organization, is this, or, this uh, new group that you have called Land Agent Network Designation is the designation. How did all this start? And, and tell us about it. I'm going to be quiet. Well, um, I'm, I'm also on the contract committee with the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission. Okay. And so I get to hear about a lot of licensees who would really like to know more about land and would like to become competent in land. And so in talking to some, they said, Bob, you need to take your training programs and, and put it online. And I also have a conversational uh, program that I've done for years uh, so that you have control over the conversations that leads to listings and to the sales. <clears throat> well, as we started, in this kind of background, I started out, I asked myself, if you're a true professional in the real in the land business what are all the subjects that you should know interesting and believe it or not i've got 20 pages oh i'm subjects. sure i'm sure <laughs> and so it came down to what are the basics that we need to know about land so that we can become competent in land and so that's where it all started uh, i've got an office manager who uh, we couldn't do any of this without her and she's able to put together the websites and to the training programs. Uh, I got okayed on a four-hour credit for the purchase agreement that's promulgated by the Oklahoma uh, Real Estate Commission. Right. Uh, and I'm working on taking some of my other courses so that we can have other CE programs in other states. Let me ask you a question, Bob. You keep mentioning these other courses and stuff. Uh, how long have you been doing that before you actually put all this together? 
gosh. <laughs> I, I was first licensed in the real estate business in uh, 1977 in a small town in Nebraska, 4,200 people. And this is the unbelievable part. I averaged a transaction every four and a half days for five years and never participated with another broker. Wow. And then interest rates went to 18%. Yep, I'll get over. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I remember those days. And so I went in to help I've helped build, directly and indirectly, four life insurance companies, a health insurance company in Chicago. Uh, all of that, I did training for all of the licenses. Okay. Uh, communication skills. Gotcha. So that, that part of it I've been doing for quite some time. Okay. But putting these classes together has been a monumental task, and it's a way that people today, I had to learn this, I'm 71 years old, <laughs> today people can go to the computer, take these classes, get a certificate, and move up all on their own. Bob, this is a good time if I may interrupt. What's the website that we want to send people to if they not driving, uh, please? But if it's convenient oh, for you, we're, we're under we're under construction. Okay, that's fine. But for anybody anybody interested, uh, go to agentlandlandagentnetwork.com forward slash radio. Landagentnetwork.com forward slash radio, and that that'll be up and running. Anticipating when? Now. And you, they will get a free ebook that's entitled "Be a Pro in Rural Land Sales." Okay. So, what's in that book, Bob? Well, it's it's the basics of what you're going to have to learn to be a true pro in land sales, which covers a humongous amount of information. But in the book, we've got to boil that down to here's the basics. Okay. And, and, and I'm talking from Oklahoma here. I understand. Where I have ranches that are 50, 60, 70 miles apart. And so you've got to have your four-wheel drive. You've got to have a trailer. You've got to have your ATV so that people can actually feel the, the grass, smell the grass, feel the soil. Uh, when you're looking at these properties, and then having the right footwear. You don't show up in high heels uh, to show a 300-acre hunting property. I promise you I've never done that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a lot in there, but it, it's basics. And here's, here's what you really need to know, the basics, in order to start to be competent in rural land sales. Give the audience a few examples. I know there's a lot, but just highlight a couple, just maybe some of the harder ones. Well, uh, easements, roadways. Uh, in this part of the country, we have section, township, and range. Right. And so you have a, a promulgated easement along each section line. Most agents have no idea what that really is. And if you, if you read the law, it was there for municipality purposes, not individual purposes. Uh, although I have run into attorneys 
who will claim that that is an easement for the landowner. Right. And uh, you learn as you go on this stuff. Uh, but the easements is one thing. Right-of-ways is another one. Okay. Uh, here we have a lot of oil and gas. And so you have oil and gas roads that go across hundreds of, or uh, several sections of land and landowners. And the unknown buyer looks at that and says, well, that's the access to my land. Well, it's, it, is, it is an access, but it's not public. It's owned by oil and gas companies and so forth. Uh, so you can't just claim that. And where it comes up is when you go to sell that land, somebody's borrow money to buy it, the lender will require public access. Now, that's most of them. You might find one or two that's willing to do it, but most of them, to get your title insurance, it's going to have to, have to be public access and the loan, public access. Okay. So it takes a little digging to find that stuff out, and we, we of, course, of course, are training people on how to find that out and where you go on the Internet to, to find all this information today. And, of course, in these uh, rural, rural areas, Bob, I'm sure Internet is part of the uh, marketing package, too, uh, especially as more people are working at home. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we now are part of, it's called Starlink, and it is a set of satellites all around the world uh, where you're going to have high-speed Internet regardless of where you're at. All right. And my, my house is about 10 miles out of town, and uh, we hooked it up, and by golly, I... It's, it's good enough that I can now work on the computer in my office from my house. Wow. So that technology yeah. uh, is going to change a lot because we've got people who are looking for land mostly as a hedge for protection. Exactly. And they want to be off-grid, but they still like to their cell phones, and they still like their, their, their toys, computer. yeah. <laughs> and this can be done anywhere in the country. Now, I'll back that up a little bit. The company doing that, I'm a part of a beta program, and there are limitations in some zip codes. Okay. So, uh, but I'm, I'm going to say right now, you're, you're still looking at 90% of the whole world. Right. Uh, it, it's quite the... Quite a project. Hey, another thing that you guys uh, have that we don't really have issues with is water rights. Uh, yes. Let me let me interrupt you, Bob. Just sorry, I missed my timing sure. there. This is our guest today, Bob. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our our uh, sponsor, LandHub.com. Sell your land, land of your dreams. This uh, our guest is Bob uh, Barr today. Uh, we're talking about this land agent network that you're developing in schools, and uh, and we're just talking about some of the issues uh, that and why realtors need education. Uh, so, you know, the water rights are different around the United States, definitely different the further west you go. What's going on in Oklahoma and the areas that you cover that uh, is part of the, the uh, educational program that you've developed, Bob? Well, what you'll get into on the water is several different avenues 
years of that. Basically, <clears throat> the state owns the water. Um, even if you have captured some of that from a going stream, but then you get into the Indian land. And so there's a question as to whether the Indians own the water or you own the water. So it really is something that every land agent needs to have an understanding of that you really need to have people talk to an attorney. Yeah, that sounds complicated. <laughs> it, uh, it can be. Uh, there's, uh, but basically, if I capture water in my pond, then I have a right to use that water. But the state has the right to tell me I need a permit to use that water. Really? <laughs> and so uh, there's different judicial systems that may be contradicting each other. And so that's where I just tell agents here, look, uh, you need an attorney to tell your client the the answer to that question. So let me ask you something, Bob. When you're preparing a listing, okay? Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're like me. You do the title work, the due diligence, okay? You're preparing before we even put it on the market. Or you should. Right. Okay? We advocate that. And you see one that's got one of these, like, ambiguous issues with water. Uh, is that when you consult your attorney and get the hard facts, possibly, before you put it on the market? No. Uh, most of the time, I just use disclaimers. Okay, gotcha. Uh, there's flowing water here, uh, but we're not warranting that it's year-round. Because uh, here we have uh, streams that part of the year is flowing and part of the year it's pooling. Right. Uh, so you just want to have disclaimers to show a buyer that, you know, this is a seasonal crick and, uh, and have them understand what that is. Uh, we, we don't typically go to the attorney to ask those questions. Now, if the buyer, according to our, our disclaimer, says, well, I really want to know whether this is or isn't, right? then we would advise them to get an attorney. That's part of their due diligence, sure. What about well water? Uh, I know, again, different parts of the country. Uh, that's another big issue. What's, what's the status in your market? Well, you got to be very careful. I, I know of places where they've drilled as many as five wells and didn't get water. Right. Uh, I know of other places that they got water, but it's not uh, drinkable. Potable, yeah. Um, I'll give you an example of my own property. Uh, we drilled one well and hit salt water at 75 feet. I had to, I had to cover the cost of, of plugging that because it's a law. You have to plug it. Uh, we did another well, went down 211 feet, and it only has about four to five gallons per minute recharge. So I pull water from that and put it into a big tank of 1,375 gallons uh, so that once we have that full, now you're using water, and you're only replacing what you're using. And so it's a little complicated. Yeah, I'd say. Is that metered out there? I know when I was in Colorado, you know, the, out west, a lot of the uh, wells are metered. And, and, uh, if you... No, not your, not your domestic wells. Okay. Um, the, I think the law says here 
that as long as you're not irrigating more than three acres, then you don't need a permit. Gotcha. Okay. Is that over all? that you need a permit? Let me ask you something. The oil and gas yeah. was very heavy here in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, and I had one client that bought like 200 acres and built a number of ponds on it and then sold the water to the oil and gas companies for $2 million. Wow. <laughs> what, was the, what, was the, what was the sales price? <laughs> well, well I, don't, I don't remember what he paid for the 200 acres. But he got a nice uh, return immediately, I'm sure. He, he became my buyer client. I bet. Yeah. Probably a good referral client, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, water is a very touchy issue because so much of eastern Oklahoma is over shale. And so even in my well, uh, we had to pull the, the pump up 10 feet because as it swirls, it was taking pieces of shale with it and then then plugging up the filters. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so can you get water almost everywhere? Answer is yes. Do I know what it would cost you to get it? I don't know. No one would, no. That's the unknown. Yeah. But uh, water wells uh, need to be maintained. Um, and all water wells are logged with the Oklahoma Water Board. And so there's ways of checking out the wells that are there. If you're astute enough to go find that out, and of course, that's if you're going to be a pro in land, you need to know, you know where that is, that, and right. then you also need to do it. Yeah. How far does the records go back uh, in the municipalities? Because, you know, in certain areas like here in our well and septics in some counties, they didn't start really tracking them to the late 80s. So if you've got property that's uh, the turn of the century or, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, they don't have records of septic right. systems or wells. Yeah, and, and I don't know that date. But just roughly. I, but roughly, I'd say 40 years. Yeah, okay. So uh, then, you, then you probably have to go through an additional process to do inspections, right, to update. What well, yeah. Has. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you're not going to do inspections, then the, what I train is you need that client to sign at least four documents yep. as that they waive it. Yep, you got it. Absolutely. Did you I learned that because of a lawsuit that we got into over a little $30,000 house. Um, and, of course, the attorney wanted to sue everybody involved. Imagine that. And we just showed our attorney we, she had signed six waivers. <laughs> Bingo. And of course, the judge threw us out of, of the course. Sure. out of the deal because we'd done our due diligence right. Now, let me ask you something. Just curious, uh, because I teach this, uh, I tell people, I tell my students that uh, if you're going to play the game of land, you need to read the rules. Where do you yeah. get the rules? And of course, in this eastern part of the world, we have subdivision ordinances. Okay. And the jurisdictions, even uh, not only locally in the urban areas, but also in the rural areas, which are called the county subdivision ordinances. I assume yep. that you guys have something similar. Well, yes and no. Uh, y yes, we do, but you don't have to do them. You mean like setbacks and 
<laughs> I, I have I have found little subdivisions all over the state that somebody went in and they wanted to put ten houses over here. Right. And they sold two of them, and they built two of them. Nobody else bought a lot. Nobody else will buy those houses. Why? Because nobody's maintaining the road. Yeah, that's a big one. And then the lend, and, the lenders the lenders want to see most of them, especially today. And this has evolved in my thirty years. They want to see a road oh, yeah. maintenance agreement. And you've got forty people, and two of one of them says, I ain't, "I'm not doing it." You're stuck. Right, right. So, as a land agent, you should know this stuff for your buyer client, if for no other reason, to give them the information they need to check out. Totally. Now, I, I, I can be a good agent, but I don't have to know all the law. I just have to know enough to tell you to look for the law. Exactly. exactly. And that's what, you're, that's what this education program is about, which I'm really excited about. Uh, you, you're, you're taking it to another whole. You know, I teach a four-day-hour class. I'm the only land instructor for the state of North Carolina, and we have to have eight hours of CE for required for elective. I'm the only land class in the whole state, and I'm finding that the other states don't even have land education. But you're taking this, Bob, uh, the way I'm reading this course, as, a, as an adjunction for the Realtors Land Institute uh, because of our requirements to get that special accredited land consultant designation. You know, we have to do 10 million in sales. Uh, there's some other criteria. We have to have right. six courses. And we, and we have a series courses. of certifications that you have to have some production and you have to be in the business for so many months or years sure but it leads up to the qualifications for the land agent so much easier yeah rli yeah and anybody in the country if they're looking to uh, join the realtors land institute and to work on their accredited land consultant i mean this is the place to go it's like a primer uh is the way i'm seeing it which golly this is this is so refreshing and you don't have to join the Realtors Land Institute. You don't have to go after the accredited land consultant designation if you just want to specialize or be more uh, knowledgeable in land and farm transactions, right? It's for everyone. Well, yes. Now, there are uh, small costs involved. Uh, to be a member of the uh, uh, land agent network, it's like 20 bucks a month. Very reasonable. And you you get 10 or 11 classes for free in that. But if you want to get the graduate level uh, to it, then you're going to have to take more classes. And we've got that price at $1,850. And it can take you one year or two years, however long you want to sure. go through it. Uh, and we will be offering mentoring programs and coaching programs. And so if you want additional information, uh, we're there to help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch this back because I want to get in our last segment more details on, on uh, the courses and the cost and what to be expected and so on. I want to go back to some of these issues. Uh, fencing. Fencing is big out west. I mean, you're in cattle country, for God's sakes. Uh, how does that affect uh, due diligence and disclosure? And knowledge. Well, if, if I'm talking a 2,000, 3,000-acre 3, ranch, just figure out how many miles of fencing is that. 
I had one property that had 32 miles of fencing. Wow. So if you're going to buy that, then you should know the buyer's going to be looking at that and say, well, how much money am I going to be spending just fixing fence every day? Sure, of course. Well, uh, that's important to the cattle guy, and the corrals are important to him, so it's the handling of the cattle with the least amount of stress. Because anytime you put stress on that animal, you're reducing their weight, you're reducing uh, even their pregnancy rate. Uh, everything is affected until you get that critter uh, to the cell barn. It gets slaughtered and it gets onto your plate. So every single thing that happens to that animal has an effect of the entire process. And so that cattle guy is not just looking to say, well, boy, this pasture looks nice. <laughs> in, in his mind, he's saying, okay, well, how am I going to move my cattle from one pasture to another? If I'm doctoring calves out here horseback like I used to do, you had to rope them and then take care of them and then let them back up. Well, you put stress on yourself, your horse, the calf and the cow, because I had a I had a cow dog with was there just to keep the mama away from me while I'm trying to doctor the calf. Sure. Well, so, all that's labor intensive. Shadow, there might be a job for you. And so when you're when that rancher's looking at your ranch, and you're not talking the same language, one they don't trust you. Exactly. And so now they've got more questions. But I'll, I'll give some accolades to my wife. My wife is probably one of the most knowledgeable ranchers in the country, and therefore she sells a lot of cattle ranches. I know who to call. <laughs> well, she can talk their language. She already knows what they're looking at, where are they coming from, is it a 1031 tax exchange, and all the complications that happen from that. Uh, she's got one right now where... A guy's going to auction off property in, in North Dakota in order to do something here. But there's four pieces to the property. Two of those, he's got family members to want to buy. All this is complicated by the 1031 tax exchange. Yeah. Hey, our guest today is Bob Bear with World Class Ranches. This is Let's Talk Land. I'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. LandHub, sell your land, land of your dreams. Bob, you know our conversation today, and I'm so enjoying this so much, and I know our audience is too. But, you know, we were talking uh, off break here. Uh, this is a unique opportunity uh, for real estate agents throughout the country to make extra money and to learn. You know, I, we, uh, Teresa, she was our top salesperson in our office. I didn't count her, my son-in-law and daughter. Uh, yeah. And she did 58 transactions, I think and made X dollars, gross dollars, okay? And my son-in-law, after he gave her her award, he says, oh, by the way, uh, Lou did nine, and he made X dollars more than you did. <laughs> okay? So that, yep. that's what this show's about. This, this is for everyone, but I really want to focus on the real estate agents out there uh, that want to get more involved in land. And, of course, land is flying off the shelves. We can't keep listings, I'm sure. I can't find anybody in the country. It's nuts for many, right. many reasons. So give us your thoughts on that, Bob. Well, uh, first of all, you know, I, I was in the business, too, just selling houses. 
and you always think that you want to learn to go to land, which I did later on in, in life, and uh, we've been very, very blessed in doing that. But to help the, the residential agent, if you're making thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year selling houses, then you probably should be looking at become competent in land because the land sales is becoming like residential. And I mean that. In other words, if I come to Oklahoma and I'm looking for a, a 1,000 cow ranch, I may only have three to pick from at any given time. But if you're in town, you could look at 500 houses. Well, we've got so many people wanting to buy what I call safe havens from the cities. Why? Because of the riots, violence, regulations, all sorts of reasons why people want to live in the country. Well, take, take, a, uh, take 40 miles around you, and how many of those properties uh, could you be selling if you're competent in land sales and really know the ins and the outs? Well, the answer is yes. But where can you get that education without a lot of expense? Well, I'm going to tell you to go to landagentnetwork.com forward slash radio and be a part of our focus group, which doesn't cost you a thing, and you'll get a free book called Be a Pro in Land in Rural Land Sales. So again, landagentnetwork.com forward slash radio. Or you can text me at 918 918- Four seven zero four seven one one. I'll be happy to respond to you. Perfect. But let's take a look at why this is a good career move for you. Um, and I'll give you an example. When I first met my wife, uh, 25% of the whole multiple listing service <laughs> uh, here in McAllister went through my wife. And I knew I finally found somebody who could probably understand my idea of what marketing is. Great point. You want to dominate an area. And we've done that in the rural land business, but now we've got so many people looking for 20 or 30 or 40 acres or 10 acres. Uh, it's, if, you're, if you're bypassing that, you're missing the boat. So I, I, I just encourage you to look at Land Agent Network. We're making this as easy as possible, where you're going to learn these things through courses online. And if you want live help, we'll be there to be your coaches, your mentors, and help you through it. And it doesn't make any difference who your broker is. This is not for brokers. This is for the agent. And we will help you in your career. Now, do we want to get into why people are absolutely, buying up the land? Absolutely. I want to hear your perspective because I have my own. <laughs> well, when, when you look at all the riots that were going on last year and all those businesses that went out of business because somebody's 
breaking down the door. Uh, people are getting arrested for having a gun to protect their own uh, uh, possessions. We have had an onslaught of people from California, Chicago, to the East Coast coming to Oklahoma looking for what I call the safe haven. Well, what's a safe haven? And this has been going on, this part of it's been going on for about four years. Yeah. I don't think that we've sold a piece of property in the last four years where somebody didn't bring up the fact that they could survive on this land. Yeah, I'm hearing that too. You know, well, if you've got the food, I'll take my place as an example. We've got a, three, a nine and a half acre lake. I've got all the fish I want to eat. I've got, geez, probably 140 does living within a quarter mile of me. <laughs> and turkey and ducks. This time of year, I'll have 100 to 150 geese. Uh, on the pond every morning. Uh, so could we survive out there? Answer is absolutely. And people are buying those properties, and that's always in the back of their mind. Well, if you're selling houses in town, you're talking to the same people that can sell a house there, and they want to buy something they can move into, or they just want it for the summer or the winter. Or in their minds, whenever something happens economically and they fear for their safety, they can go out to this property and live and have peace. And that is a driving force, believe me. And if you're not talking to your sellers of residential property, then start talking to them and you're going to find out that they've been thinking about that. Now, this isn't, this isn't scientific, but I read this in a book years ago. Any landowner, 20% of all landowners, are at least thinking about maybe selling at some point every single minute of the day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that 20% 20, that 20 is out there, and they want to buy land. They're not sure what they want, but they know they, they'd like to have a garden. They'd like to have some chickens. And if they can have a cow or two, that's great. Uh, I know lots of people that retire here and have a herd of 20. And, in fact, I just talked to one that's the same age as, as me yeah. <laughs> the other day, and he said, Bob, I've got 30 cows, and so it keeps me busy. That's the only reason he's got them. <laughs> well, in the jury of it, too, yeah. It's a way of life. Yeah. And that way of life... When I first met my wife, and she's in the residential thing, it took about a year, and she said, you know, I think I just want to sell land. Good for her. But you, you don't have near the drama. No, and you're dealing with more sophisticated people. It's usually cash. People have a home. Uh, yep. It's investment. I always say just use the word investment with the word land and switch them back and forth. Uh, that's yeah. a, that's the best. You know, we've got 900 acres that my great-grandfather and grandfather from 1909 to 1929 bought 18 farms, not contiguous, but in the immediate area. And yeah. the last track he bought was 300 acres for 3500 bucks, $11.77 an acre, 1929. Timber track. Timber's been cut on it twice over the years, about every 35 to 40 years. And it's yep. in deferments that we have here in North Carolina. And the taxes are $280 a year. If I were to put that on the market today, uh, just as a straight track of land, 
Uh, I'd probably get around a million, million two if I developed a 10-acre tracks or better, which is our subdivision laws. We don't have to get the yep. government involved when we subdivide over 10 acres. I could probably net pull out about a million and a half to a million eight on that same property that he paid $3,500 for, which is about 6% growth per year. And the recreation yep. and the income, uh, I mean, tell me a better investment. You, you had a securities license. <laughs> well, and I just ran into this. I, I have a property that they're asking only $900 an acre for. And there, there's reasons for that. Of course, prices are uh, reasons. But a neighbor made an offer on it that was kind of a low-ball offer. And I'm talking to him, and he says, Bob, yeah, I, I bought all the land around here for 600 bucks an acre. And my response was, is, well, I'm sure I can talk to people before you that bought it for $50 an acre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And there's silence on the phone. He goes, well, I guess that's right. Yeah, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I love people. But uh, no, but, but you're I, right. I did a non-scientific uh, search here years ago to come, come up with a, a graph that shows me the price of land from, like, 1920 on. Right. And I could not find a 10-year period that if you bought and sold in 10 years, that you did not make money. Exactly. But you know you make, oh, your, mo you make your money up. when you buy it, yeah. when you sell it. Yeah. And that, that's where we come in as experts. Yeah. We know how to play the game, Bob. We know, right. how, we, we know what buttons to push, what questions to ask, what issues to bring up, okay? And, and the other agents, obviously, you know, they have their expertise in, in their business. But uh, that's why this training course that you have developed, you and your wife, is phenomenal and so timely. Uh, I mean, we we got we got we, we got, we, we got to get the word out. It's a well, and my staff had to teach me, Bob. People want to do this online. Yeah, totally today. Well, we're giving them the chance to get started online. Yes, sir. Now you get some sales underneath your belt. None of this, from a cost standpoint, if I help you get one listing of $300,000 in land and you sell it, you made more money than what this whole thing would cost you. Well, that's like RLI. You know, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what I have getting that ALC designation. Our courses are 3 to 5 even $600. They're 16-hour, two-day courses tested. Uh, but right. you had to fly to Jackson Hole or to Atlanta or to Texas. You know, because we don't have that many classes available for our, for our, for our membership. And by the way, you do not have to be a member of RLA to take any of our classes. And we do have right. we do have most of our uh, syllabuses on uh, online, so uh, you don't have to do the traveling, yep. which is great. But I, I was sitting down one day. I think I probably have fifty thousand dollars just in raw cost, airfares, hotels, okay, and the course requirements plus our annual dues. You know. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, but you know, like you said, one or two good sales, I'll trade that any day for the benefits that I've gotten out of being involved Absolutely. in the Realtors Land Institute right. and networking with folks like you and your, and your wife, your beautiful wife. You know, we have our annual land conference we'll be in San Antonio, Texas, hopefully live this year, uh, or next year in March. Uh, so, uh, that's where we get together annually and haves and wants, and we'll do over a billion dollars worth of business identified. Uh, in a couple hours, it's crazy. Uh, and our family, it's it, I, I tell 
I tell my students and the ones I mentor, uh, you know, get involved, attend a land conference. You'll never miss one. You'll never miss one once right. you start. It's just, just a joyous time. So I want to get back. Well, I want to get if these. If we have time, I'd like to move into why cattle ranchers are coming yeah, to I was, Oklahoma. I was getting ready to bring that up, so I'm going to be quiet. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, I've learned a lot. I came from Nebraska, where you're looking at 18 to 20 acres per cow-calf unit. I come down to Oklahoma, and they're talking three to four acres per cow-calf unit. And I'm figuring, how does this work? Well, it's even gotten better. Uh, if you're doing intensive grazing, you can get this down to one cow per acre. Really? But it takes more labor right. to get that done, and so therefore that's not the hot button uh, right now. But from a cattle standpoint, we have a rancher from uh, one in Indiana, one in North Dakota, and, and they say it costs about $900 per year just to maintain the cow. Oh. Okay? Well, here in Oklahoma, you're doing that for 250 to $350 a year. What's a cow selling for, so I can relate? Well, let, let's say that, uh, yeah, depending on, on how you no, I understand. watch cows, uh, but if a cow, a bred cow, uh, right now might be $1,500, $1,600. Okay. A year or two ago, it was up to almost $3,000. Oh. Uh, but regardless of what it costs for the cow, you have to maintain that cow exactly in order to have a calf. And generally speaking, only 80 to 90 percent of your cows are going to have a calf that ends up going to market. Interesting. So you put all those numbers together. If you're going to be in the ranching business, you really need to take some courses on the on the accounting involved in having a ranch. I asked a guy the other day, I said, okay, because people will call and say, hey, my uncle used to have a ranch in Oklahoma. We want to move there and retire. <laughs> yeah. And they all read the same book. I, I don't know <laughs> where they find it, but I said, well, how many cows do you want to run? And they all say 300. I go, okay, let me get this right. You want to babysit 300 cows and retire. <laughs> Does it? That's an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Let's well, get a lot of help. I'll give them the example. Say, okay, so you hire one person to help you on the ranch that costs $30,000 a year. How many calves do you have to produce just to cover that one cost? Yeah. And then, then you get into the numbers, and you find out you need a lot of babies, and you need to have the least amount of labor cost in taking care of those babies in order to get them to uh, a, a slaughterhouse. So you got your transportation costs, your veterinarian costs, your hired hand, all the insurances, everything else that goes into this. And some people say, then why even ranch? So I'll tell you a quick story. I've got a client that has about 10,000 acres here in Oklahoma, and I'm sure he's got over 200,000 in New Mexico. He's got five ranches, and he told me one day, he said, Bob, it's the only business I've ever been in that I can lose money and get rich. <laughs> Touche. Hey, why me... is that? Yeah. Because all of his ranches are worth four and five times what he paid for them. Exactly, exactly. The land, Not... the land is the key. 
land. The land investment. Hey, let me ask you a question. Why why are the Bill Gates and the big money people uh, internationally, uh, why in countries, China, different ones, why are they gobbling up farmland? Because we're losing, I can't remember what the number is, but we're losing like a quarter of a section of productive land each year or each month, something like that. And so we've got less land. We've been able through technology to actually grow more product. Right. But now you've got Brazil, Argentina, other countries that are also producing uh, corn, milo, wheat, everything else that goes into the cattle production uh, that's here. And so the, the amount of land available for production is going down. And if that goes down, there's more demand for what? Food. Right. <laughs> your population's going up. Your, your acreage of production is going down. There's only one way for food prices to go. Less people. <laughs> now, I remember in RLI, guys, this was like 12 years ago, somebody was starting a REIT program with only high-priced farmland in it. I remember that. I can't remember who it was. And they had a graph to show what the demand for food around the world is going to be by 2030. Yeah, I think I remember that presentation. Okay. It's absolutely on, oh, it's the, on the money. Yeah. If you've got the cash to buy and hold. Uh, now, if you're going to buy the land and you have to make the payments on that land, now you, you really need to know the uh, mathematics and the accounting of whatever you're going to raise on that property. Sure. And as a land agent, if you're familiar with that, that person automatically likes working with you. Why? Because 95% of the people he's talked to in the real estate business don't know. Well, how would they, Bob, if they don't have training? That's why this landagentnetwork.com slash radio, uh, okay, uh, are getting in touch with Bob right now and his organization that's why this is so timely, okay, and it has longevity, but it's so timely and, and perfect to introduce this program. Now, they're going to learn about cattle if they want to in some of these uh, courses. Oh, absolutely. That's uh, because we're in ranch country. So our, our two mainstays here are cattle ranches and deer hunting. And if you're if you're – astute in both of those you can have a very very nice career here in oklahoma or kansas or nebraska or missouri <laughs> it uh you know the deer hunting i'm getting this from 2016 okay deer hunting contributed 20.9 billion dollars of our nation's gdp that's incredible. How in the world did they do that? Uh, cameras, four-wheelers, uh, trailers, <laughs> hunting gear. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's a, a huge business, the calipuses and the, 
and uh, different ones, mossy oaks. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a big business. Well, it's a big business. People are spending money. Uh, the hunters, I'll pick on hunters here for a while. The hunters had for years been able to enjoy hunting just by leases. Right. But starting maybe as much as five years ago, we had a lot more people showing up wanting to buy land that just lost their hunting lease. Why did they lose their hunting lease? Because the people sold it. Right. <laughs> no, we see that here. I've got several of those listings now. So if you're in the, in the real estate business, you've got the buyers and the sellers all in the same industry. Exactly. Because they're trying to upgrade what they're doing from a hunting standpoint. So I'll give you a quick example about that. Please. Uh, people now know I can go buy 500 acres. I can put 10 or 15 food plots on it, enjoy it, hunt on it, have family reunions on it, the whole thing for four or five years, and turn around and do what with it? Sell it. What did it cost you to enjoy that land for five years? Well, Nothing. At the rate of appreciation, uh, you should walk out with a nice capital gains. <laughs> and so, you know, we also have to counsel those people who can only afford to buy 80 acres. 40 acres or 60 acres. Yeah, but it's all acres. it's all the same process, Bob. And that's what you're teaching people in this wonderful program that you've put together, landagentnetwork.com slash radio is the site. And, um, and, and by the way, you don't have to be a realtor to take these uh, to get involved with no. your education program. I mean, if you're a shrewd investor or you're a, 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 a new investor uh, in the land market, man, golly, you're going to have uh, – now you're going to go meet with one of these residential – specialist uh, on a thousand acre piece of land and you're going to know more than they do imagine that right <laughs> well and from a competitive standpoint there's an advantage there too uh i i've had big brokers come in with high high level people and they go to some of my agents and want to show their properties and we have a standing thing we always ask our sellers do we have to be there at every showing. Sure. 99% of them say yes. Yeah, mine do too. I want to be there. Okay. Well, and they, they had realtors calling them up saying, no, you don't have to be there. I'll just take my client over there. And so I'd ask my own agent. I said, why do you think they want to do that? Well, I don't know. I said, they don't want your their buyer to meet you. Exactly. You know why? Because you're the only one showing up with the aerials, the soil maps, you got it. And all the information necessary to buy that land. Imagine that. That buyer, if he's going to look at another piece of land, guess who he calls now? He calls you. Uh, I can be uh, I can be more than a suspect of that uh, happening several times over the years. <laughs> you build that reputation. Uh, if you're in the business, uh, you really need to learn land. Land has so many facets to it. Uh, I don't care if you're if you got a, a fruit yard or a fruit orchard, uh, tomatoes, watermelons, you name all the things that are grown on a piece of land. Each one of those are specialty. Absolutely. And so we're designing educational programs to eventually fit every one of those special interests. Good for you. 
I tell you, I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me to be on your advisory board. Uh, please wear me out. Uh, I just love talking about land and helping people. I've done it for years. So it's, you know, people, I'm 72, and people said, are you going to work today? I said, hell, I haven't worked in years. You know, work is yeah, just right. an expression of love, and I love what I do, and I spend every minute of the day. I mean, I just told you, I've worked 37 straight days, uh, and it's all helping people. And that's what it's all we, uh, about. We train our agents. We're not in the sales business. No, we're not. We're in the service business. Exactly. And a part of that is the information that we're providing so that people can make good decisions. And that's becoming nope. more important today, you know, because everything's so specialized. But because of the technology that we have, you know, it just makes it so much easier. And these courses that you develop, this is online stuff, guys. I mean, you don't have to get on a plane and fly to Oklahoma. Uh, this stuff is right there at the palm of your fingers or at the, at the end of your thumb. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I just can't express uh, how important this show is today. Uh, probably the most important show I've done, Bob, uh, in announcing this program. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, again, I'll plug. Uh, just text me. We're looking for the first 25 interested people that want to be on the advisory board and you'll get a free booklet uh, for that so go to landagentnetwork.com forward slash radio or you can text me at 918-470-4711 repeat that everybody yeah repeat that for me bob uh the phone number both of them the website and the phone number. Okay. Uh, okay, the website we want to go to is landagentnetwork.com forward slash radio. That means that it came from this radio station. And there, it'll ask you to, for your name and, and address and that sort of thing. And it costs you nothing, but we would love to have you on the advisory board. If you want to email me, you can email me at bob at landagentnetwork.com or you can text me at 918-470-4711. Bob, you've been an incredible guest today, and we're going to have you on, and we're going to keep talking about this. I want to do multiple shows as this progresses, if that's okay with you. And please bring, some, please bring some of your students. Please bring some of the advisory members with you, uh, and we'll do uh, uh, some multiples here, okay? Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, we'd appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public, but most importantly for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows are downloaded after this morning's show. On our master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net, okay? Letstalkland.net. You'll also find us on Spotify and Podbean. My email is lou at mylandpro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. We'd like to thank our sponsor, landhub.com. If you're looking to buy or sell land, landhub. Dot com previews thousands of properties nationwide. You don't have to be a realtor. You can be a for sale by owner. Uh, and they do social media, uh, which is incredible, getting the word out about your product. Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here? Well, Lou, they can go to our website. Go to WKT1090.com and uh, click on the website. 
Gives you all the information what's happening here on the new wave. What is happening? All kinds of stuff. Like happy music? Yes. Only happy music. Only happy music. So if you want to be happy. Yes. Right? That's right. But, I mean, we have, what, a 70-mile radius here? 75 miles. Oh, we increased it five miles. How about that? that new cable. Yeah. How about that? Good boy. Yeah, thank you. But, you know, I think they can hear us on the moon. Yes, they can. How do they do that? Simple radio app. How simple is that? Pretty simple. Even Eli could do it. Eli, can you do that? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. It is. So you just go to your uh, apps, right? Mm -hmm. Any device. Any device. Type in simple radio app, and then what do you do? You type in WKTE 1090, the wave, and and there you pop up, and then you save it to your favorites. So you listen to our show this morning every week? That's right. Yes. So uh, we've won some nice awards, too. Yeah, uh, six years in a row being the top radio station on the East Coast. The whole East Coast. The whole East Coast. Soon to be out there on the West Coast. That's right. We're about to that. And you got a nice award. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Imagine that. Yes. Wow. Incredible. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.